Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Clark Kent has given up his powers as Superman to be with Lois Lane, but is unaware that three Kryptonian criminals have escaped from the Phantom Zone and discovered their powers under the Earth's yellow sun. Clark must decide between true love and ultimate power to save the world in Superman 2, The Richard Donner Cut. Gonna trash episode one thirty six. Superman two, the Dicky D edition. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. Dicky D. <laughs> that sounds like some sort of I don't know horrible chicken fast food restaurant. <laughs> Dicky D's deep fried chicken fingers. Yeah. I'd eat there. Yeah? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Why not? I could have a soda and some waffle fries. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I would hope they would. They have to sell waffle fries. Right? Vicky right. D's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least crinkle cut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shoestring fries, maybe? No. No? No. No? No. You don't like this? No. I love them. Isn't that, that's just like super thin fries, right? Like the steak and chicken style? Yeah. yeah. God, those are the worst fries. Really? You don't yeah. like this? Oh. No. Crinkle cut or waffle. That is how I prefer a fry. Yeah. Don't like uh, I don't like McDonald's fries. I don't like that style. Oh, uh, squishy and uh, squishy bow. and bow. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, Wendy's, which is just salty and wet. And and uh, they have this uncanny ability to uh, uh, like the temperature drops. Exponentially as as you walk away from the counter. (laughs) It's like they're piping hot. You can see the steam come off of them when they pour them into that cardboard bucket. And then by the time you open the bag, it's like... I don't know. Oh, Wendy's. Maybe maybe they ought to stop focusing on orphans and focus on uh, fixing their fries. What what about the orphans? What do they do with the orphans? Uh, They turn them into fries. Oh, Sam didn't even know that. That's how out of the loop I am, fast food wise. Last time I went to Wendy's, I think Dave Thomas was still alive. But uh, yeah, waffle fries are awesome. I love a good waffle fry, and I super love crinkle cut. Probably. Because unless you get them from the grocery store, you can't get them anywhere. Uh, yeah, they're kind of a rarity. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, in fact, uh, I would say 30% of the reason that I stopped going bowling with you guys uh, when we had bowling nights was because uh, the bowling alley switched from uh, crinkle cut to regular fries. Right. <laughs> See, I associate crinkle cut with microwave magic, which is right. what I survived on when I was an adolescent. That in episodes of Three's Company. <laughs> Or uh, uh, high school, because all I ate every day in my 
last two years of high school was cheese fries for lunch. So right. That was the entirety of my nutrition <laughs> for high school. And they were crinkle cut. Yeah. Cheese fries. I think, uh, I think my, my different schools had crinkle cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I most associate them with White Castle, which apparently doesn't exist anymore. There's a White Castle that's buying my one of my mom's absolute favorite restaurants. Huh? And it's been there for like 30 years. It's called Tip of the Town in Tip City. Huh? It's this like really good fish restaurant. Okay. And they're uh, going out of business and White Castle's buying it. Huh. I'm not traveling 45 minutes to get to a fucking White yeah. Castle. <laughs> yeah. There's no, a White Castle near where I work, which is also, ironically, 45 minutes away. In a different direction. In a different direction. And, uh, like, it's it's like a five-minute drive from my uh, my my office. But uh, I'm not going to go there. Not during my lunch break. Oh, too man. Far away. I wouldn't go there if it was a 40-second walk from my well, house. It's because you're a dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never liked the White Castle. Ever. I'm not saying it's good. Mm-hmm. But there is something about it that... Once in a while, just something deep inside triggers. Is that alcohol? No. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, just, just, I don't know what it is. And, just a... and, and your retarded little joke has uh, has uh, thrown me off. <laughs> uh, making me seem like I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only time I ever really craved White Castles. Like if I was like a little tipsy and it was late at night and... <clears throat> Onion chips and tiny burgers. Some sort of inert craving. Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually made White Castle the uh, villain's lair in a comic I drew when I was like fifteen. Like the uh, <clears throat> you know, like the back room was his like villainous torture chamber, right. and he just like served burgers during the day. <laughs> Yeah. Happy Fourth of July, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's tomorrow, right? It's technically tomorrow, yeah, yeah. Or, or yesterday, as you hear this. Maybe. Yes, uh, yes. For us, it's tomorrow. For everyone else, it will most likely be yesterday, except for the people outside. Except for the people outside, <laughs> right this moment, who we're celebrating right now. Yeah, my poor dog. Eh. She should be used to it by now. She should be, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it happens every year. Yeah. She doesn't have a calendar, though. She's, like, always left unaware. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, is it just me or have, uh, like, like when I was a kid, like, I remember pretty much 4th of July, the actual 4th of July, was generally the only time that fireworks would go off. Right. And then, like, somehow, like, in the past 5, 10 years, like, uh, fireworks, you know, start you know, like a week before, and then continue on for like the next two weeks. Yeah. And then like, especially in, in my neighborhood here, like, uh, you know, you know, May, September, <laughs> January, right? There's always fireworks going maybe, on. Maybe it's like a birthday thing it's become, like people do it on their birthdays. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, you know, like sometimes you would, like a couple days after the 4th, like on the 6th or 7th, you'd be like, oh, wow, shit. We forgot these bottle rockets. Right. You know, and then you'd go in the backyard and you'd shoot them off. Right. But then that was it. It wasn't like you saved them or like right. you shot any off early. But yeah, it's like, eh. Yeah. It's just society crumbling. It is. Yeah. There's no, like, there's no, you know, there's no structure anymore. They can't even do the holidays, right? Everyone just, uh, 
Everyone's ruining it. They're gonna start giving Christmas presents out just randomly. <laughs> like in August. Yeah. Oh, Christmas in July. Yeah, well, I've heard of that. Yeah. It's kind of funny because uh, the uh, the episode of uh, League Night that came out this past week was the Christmas episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Christmas episode of the Justice League. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you actually record it on Christmas? No. Oh, okay. no we recorded it. I would be surprised. Like March. But, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah oh, society. What is wrong with you? Well, uh, we need uh, we need something or someone to just sort of take control of things. And... So, like, come here from afar. Right, right. And Maybe with a couple of cohorts. Right, right. And just, uh, you know, sit, sit straight, you know, just, just lay down the law. Uh, you know, just, just rule with sort of a, uh, an iron fist. It sounds like someone I would, I would kneel before. I would kneel before that person, too. Yeah? I would totally kneel before that person. Wow. If only there was such a person. Yeah, if only there was. We can dream. Mm. We can dream. So, oh. Jason. Yeah? We watched the movie tonight. Yeah? Yeah. It's called... Superman 2. The Dicky D version. The Dicky D edition. Yeah. <laughs> it came with crinkle cut fries, <laughs> a, a pack of vinegar, and a chicken finger. <laughs> What's the vinegar for? You pour it on the chicken fingers. Yeah, that's gross. Oh, no, you put them on the fish, right? That's what you do. You put vinegar on the fish. Uh, you can do whatever the fuck you want with vinegar and fish. I'm not having any of it. You're not a fish guy. No, not at all. Not at all. Hmm. Texture thing or taste thing? Uh, yes. Hmm. You're not a fan of the aquatic animals? Uh, I like shrimp. I like a crustacean. That's right, yeah, you do like the shrimp. I like the crustacean. Crab, lobster, shrimp. Uh, those are all A-OK for me. Hmm. Uh, actual fish. Uh, new. Okay. Huh. Does shrimp have uh, claws or legs? Or uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. So you, you you don't like the legless animals? Uh, sure. Yeah. You know, actually, I don't like snakes. I don't like uh, worms. You never ate a snake? Nope. No. no. I'm just talking in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I really don't like fish in general either. Like I see a fish tank, I'm like, fuck those guys. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I love a fish tank. Love it. I saw an oddly uh, placed fish tank the other day. Uh, my coworker uh, got a flat tire and uh, had to get it fixed. <laughs> it was in his. It was in his spare tire. <laughs> oh, what? He had a fish tank in his spare tire. No. Oh. It's like because that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, kind of pimpish. Yeah. yeah. Kind of Doctor Seussish. Yeah. More yeah. pimpish. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor yeah. Seuss was the original. That, that is sure. Uh, but we went to uh, this uh, tire place in the ghetto. And uh, they had a gigantic fish aquarium, like, in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> Full of fish? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah, you don't, you don't see... Uh, you know, Chinese restaurant, maybe. Maybe. Doctor's yeah. office, possibly. Possibly. Yeah, grocery store. Mm-hmm. Uh, aquarium. Aquarium, yeah. definitely. Pet store. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone's house from 1970. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did the uh, tire place also have shag carpeting? No. No. Okay. 
But the fish tank was made out of uh, paneled wood. Nice. Yeah. Classic. That is cool. Wow. The outside of the building was painted purple and yellow. This sounds like an episode of Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends. <laughs> <laughs> With Mabel. It was. Was Dr. Called, it was called Frump's uh, Fire <laughs> Discounters. And there was a, a cat named Mabel walking around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it had the most unnatural cry. <laughs> oh man, that is a joke that no one will get <laughs> unless they've watched the episode of Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends with guest starring Doctor Doom entitled "The Fabulous Mister Frump," which we watched last night. Yes, <clears throat> it was pretty amazing. It's probably the seriously. I think it like. Uh, I always loved the seven little superheroes because right. it had like you know Namor and Doctor Strange and everybody, and I loved the ones with the X Men in them. But that is possibly the best episode <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> it was like people experimenting with LSD, hardcore style. Yeah, wrote and it, made a cartoon. Yeah, a superhero cartoon <laughs> with Doctor Doom in it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's worth worth looking for. It is. Uh, however, it's the wrong superhero we're here to discuss. We are here to discuss that other guy. The Supers Man. Supers Man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to start this. Well, we watched the Dickie D version. Yeah. The, 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 the Richard Donner cut. Yeah. So that. Now you have a base of reference, and now we will continue to call it the Dickie D <laughs> And I had never seen that version. I had never seen it either. And I think I've seen the regular version maybe, maybe I'd say maybe a half a dozen times in my life. Yeah. Never more than, you know, twice in a decade. Right. I honestly can't remember what is different. Uh, I can remember some things, because uh, I saw it, I'd say about six years ago, mm-hmm. seven years ago maybe. Um, I know for certain there's a scene uh, in which, uh, in the original, the, the theatrical version, in which uh, Clark falls into a fireplace, and that's how Lois discovers uh, that's right. Superman. Spoiler. Wait a minute. Clark Kent is Superman. Spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> There's like uh, a lot more comedy in the uh, the theatrical version. Uh, this one, uh, some comedy, but not so much. So Lois doesn't pull a gun on him in the first one. Not that I recall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Gene Hackman in the uh, in the theatrical version barely in it. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he refused to work with the other director. Really? Yep. So he, he's a big Dickie D fan. Uh, apparently so. Wow. Apparently so. Huh. And uh, also not a lot of uh, Marlon Brando either. Yeah. Okay. I remember that they said uh, <clears throat> they had to cut some of the Brando stuff out because it, eh, it was a little slow. Some uh, no. The reason they cut it out was because they couldn't afford him. Really? Yeah. Because, all right, history lesson for, for you. Mostly, because yeah. I know you're, you're not as aware. Right, right. Uh, I'm sure probably most of our listeners are. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just in case, you know, 
they filmed Superman 1 and 2 at the same time. Okay. Um, Richard Donner was the, the original director. I guess by the time Superman 1 was, was edited and done, uh, they didn't like the fact that he uh, went over budget and uh, was taking his time making it and uh, was also being a little too serious with it. And they wanted more campy comedy in it. Adam West style. Adam West style, yeah. yeah. And uh, Richard Donner uh, refused to, so they fired him and uh, replaced him okay. with a director, uh, Richard Lester. Uh, in order to be given sole credit uh, for the for directing it, he had to refilm a whole bunch of stuff because I think you have to have at least over fifty five percent of a movie shot by one person to give that person sole credit. Really? Okay. So he reshot a lot of things, and uh, Gene Hackman. Refused to, to work with him, so I don't know if you recall a lot, but there's a lot of scenes where his back is turned to the camera. Okay, that wasn't him. That was not him. <laughs> wow. Wow. You mean not in this version? Not in this version, but the in, other version. In the other. Okay. Version. Yeah. Because yeah, I watched the other version. I'd say like six months ago, maybe. Right. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I can't remember. Who. Yeah, he's uh. He's not in the movie that much. Wow. Know, there's, uh, like, whatever scenes uh, Richard Donner shot that were still left in the theatrical version, uh, those are, like, the only scenes that Gene Hackman That's crazy. In. Well, good for Gene Hackman. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I guess he got kind of hacked off whenever they fired <laughs> Richard. He's like, I'm a Dickie D man, not a Dickie L man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then, famously, uh, there's the uh, scene in the theatrical version in which Superman rips his uh, S-shield off of his chest and throws it at the big guy, and it wraps him up. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. That sounds familiar, too. Yeah, that's not in this. No. <laughs> wow. That's bizarre. Okay. okay. I noticed yeah. a fair amount of changes. Okay, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't really... It's been so long since I've seen that. I didn't really... uh, Well, it's been like ten times as long since you've seen it. It's it's a pretty flimsy excuse. Yeah. I used to... Yeah, I I I don't know if I've ever mentioned that on here. I did used to smoke a lot of weed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were talking about Gene Hackman a lot. Yeah. You know, it almost seemed like... He was sort of from the Adam West Batman show oh, a, yeah. a lot of times yeah. in this. I, th- I thought he could have been a little less campy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess there's no real excuse. I will say this, though. Uh, Gene Hackman is a fantastic actor. Uh, yeah. I think he's great. He's got a lot of charm and, and personality that comes out in a lot of his roles. And I think that totally makes up for the fact that his Lex Luthor is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, I mean, like, I get, like, this seems like a kid's movie that adults can enjoy. Right. Like, that's what I would... Well, that's what Superman should be. Yeah. But but at the same time, um, you know, like, part of, like, Superman being a character that he is, you know, that all-powerful, like, hard to defeat and hard to, like, make interest in because of his, you know, uh, you know, uh, imperviousness. Right. Um... It seems like Lex Luthor should be really, really intelligent, right? And uh, and not not and not just say he is. Yeah, 
Yeah, not just bumbling. And He's not really bumbling, though. Well, he kind of was like, this is north. And she was like, no, it's the other direction. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that sort of thing. And, yeah. and like, he, he should be really smart to compensate for not being really strong, you know? Like, right. And then, like, and like, I think they could do that in a version for any age group. Right. But um, having said that, I still think it, it works and it's really fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's the core of, of uh, the first two Superman movies. I think it's the core of all the Superman movies, anyway. Until Superman Returns was uh, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And three and four are just awful. I've never seen four. They're, they're just bad. But uh, at the same time, you know, it's like, hey, we're doing movies, you know. Yeah. 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 It's a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Christopher Reeves is amazing. Christopher Reeves is great. Oh, man. What a, what a tragic loss, you know, like what happened to him and everything like that. But but also the fact that, like, that he really got typecast and, and you know, just nobody saw past him being Superman. Yeah, did he do other stuff? He did other stuff, but not as, uh, you know, I mean, he was always going to be remembered as Superman. No right. What, so, yeah. yeah. But he was really good at it. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of like uh, um, the guy that played Han Solo. I mean, he, he's known as Han Solo. He never really did anything else. And if he tried, which he may have done something that I just don't know about, but everyone when they saw that, would be like, oh, it's Han Solo trying to be somebody else. So that's why those kind of guys never really get other work. Did you ever see the movie... Oh, man, what the fuck was it called? Uh, uh, regarding Henry? Oh, uh, that's the one with the Han Solo guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I've seen that. So, so uh, see, he's done something. But see, I was like, I was like, oh, it's just the old Han Solo. You right, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, There was one point I think he wore a vest, and I was like, oh, typecast. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's too bad. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, they, they both found work, you know, here and there. They just, you know, never, nothing as big. He's, he probably does, like, the Motor City Con or something. Chris Reeves did. Oh no no the other guy the oh, yeah, other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no yeah I'm well I am I know my nerd actor history right. right? Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about the Han Solo guy. Yeah. yeah, he's probably doing like some local cons like in a holiday and somewhere. Um, let's on the break let's remember to IMDb and okay, see if he's done anything right, else. Right. Other than regarding Henry, which right. I'd forgotten about. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean obviously it took me a lot a while to pull that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. so anyway. But yeah. But yeah, Christopher Reeve, awesome, awesome actor. And yeah. and I think my favorite scenes in this movie, any scene with Zod and his crew in it, is awesome. Yeah. Well, Terrence Stamp is great. Yeah. I love that guy. I like, I mean, I've you know I've seen this movie or the theatrical version of this quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know I've I've only seen Terrence Stamp in like maybe three or four other things, and. Uh, but, like, I never really liked him or, like, took recognition of, of who that guy was. Right. Until uh, I saw the Limey. Uh, I haven't seen that. Oh, wow. It's uh, Steven Soderbergh. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's him. Uh, it's, like, a crime drama where uh, Terrence Stamp plays a, uh, a criminal who's been in prison for, like, 30 years. And he gets out to find that his daughter's dead, been murdered. And so he basically is trying to figure out who killed her and uh, just plays this fucking badass 
70-year-old British ex-con. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking great. I'd like to see that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Isn't he, he's in Smallville, too, isn't he? Uh, he did the voice of Jarrell in Is Smallville. That, okay. There. That's pretty ironic. Uh, probably not. I'm pretty sure that something His said, purpose. Yeah. 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 He didn't just apply for the job and they're like, you're hired. Wait a minute, you look familiar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I don't know. Uh, so you've seen the movie a lot. I, 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 I'd say a half dozen times, probably, yeah. Uh, you, you can't really remember what's different, but uh, still like it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only problem I ever had with this movie, and like, um, I believe it to be true with every version. I just can't remember very well. Is like some of the uh, Jor-El stuff makes me want to go to sleep. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I, but I think this is a perfect movie to put on like. On a Sunday afternoon, where right. he's lounging around, and who cares if Marlon Brando starts talking and you fall asleep, you know? <laughs> because it's just like this warm, happy campfire kind of right. marshmallow nap. Right. Marlon Brando kind of has a, a sleepy voice. He does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm sure... Uh... I'm sure whoever uh, whoever his uh, dialogue was pasted onto probably fell asleep while standing there, too. <laughs> yeah, what was the deal with that? Where he's dead, right? Uh-huh. But, like, there's a scene where Kal-El is clearly talking back and forth with him. Yeah, I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. He was like, I died already. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know, Pop. And he's like, shut up, I'm talking to you. And I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, what? Um... It's comics. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I, I get that there's a suspension of disbelief in a movie about, you know, an alien <laughs> who shoots lasers out of his eyes. Yeah. But at the same time, when you're dealing with a character so fantastical, it really helps to ground, it. ground in reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, and, like, and, like, I, I am but this guy. I'm on your side. Yeah. I am 100% on your yeah. side with this. <laughs> like, how about, how about the scene where, uh, in, in a light spring jacket, he hitchhikes to the North Pole? Yes. I got is, problems with that. I got problems with that, too. Because yeah. I was going to bring that up. Because, uh, yeah, I was going to, uh, to, to wonder, uh, first of all, they fly to the North Pole. It is the North Pole, right? Oh, yeah. They, Fortress of Solitude. They, they, in the North Pole. They did, I was like halfway through. I was like, well, maybe, I, maybe I, I'm just remembering that wrong. But then I've listened for it, and they said North they Pole. Said North yeah. Pole. All right. Yeah. Um, they fly there, and then uh, Superman uh, decides to uh, get ri- get rid of his powers to live with Lois Lane. Who needs them? Uh, a move that uh, I still can't understand. Yeah. Even if I found Margot Kidder to be attractive, or I found Lois Lane to be a sympathetic, likable character. Yeah. Uh, why remove your powers? Why get rid of your powers? You know, they, sh- they've obviously had sex at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move on. Yeah, yeah. Find uh, a different lady. <laughs> well, that's or you know, obviously the uh, the whole woman of tissue thing, not an issue. Yeah, that's true. Uh, or he could have just said, "Yeah, I got rid of them," and then you know, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. But uh, okay, so they. Uh, Travel back to, I'm assuming Canada, because that would be the closest continent to uh, the North Pole uh, from where they're at. Right, right. Uh, where'd they get the car? 
Because uh, if you'll remember, Lois Lane, uh, you know, didn't have uh, anything other than her sundress she was wearing. Right. And Clark had uh, at least a a windbreaker. <laughs> hey, he probably had some walking around money in there. <laughs> yeah. At the North Pole. Yeah. yeah. Is there a car rental place in the North Pole? I've never been there. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. See, that's yeah, that whole area of the movie was a little problematic. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, him walking back from. Again, I'm assuming Canada. Right. Uh, to the North Pole on foot in his windbreaker. Uh, still bloody from the fight that he had in Canada. Yeah, at the, at the bar. Yeah. And, and I swear that there's none of those people who are Canadian in that bar. Yeah. yeah. And, or the diner. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, oh, I feel like an internet asshole pick, like, oh, pick, picking apart. Guess what? Yeah. You're an internet uh, asshole. That's what we yeah. But I realize. That's the subtitle of this show. <laughs> Internet assholes. Gutter trash. Internet assholes. That <laughs> sounds better than booze comics or whatever it was. Well, remove the booze. Oh, yeah. That's right. And, and, you know, like, I get suspension of disbelief and this is right, for right. kids and, like, you know, whatever. It's fun. Yeah. But, you know, there's, like, some fine tuning that could have worked. I understand. Yeah. I am with you on this. Yeah. And, like, and, like, spoiler. When the end, and the, towards the end when he's, like, you know, yeah. it makes all the time go backwards, except for in that one diner, because yeah. everything had already happened there, right? Because they remembered him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, why bother? Why do that again? He's a dick. It, yes, that's what it comes down <laughs> yeah. to. Superman is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Superman is a gigantic dick. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not too smart either. No. But, uh, yeah, why... They did it in the first movie where he reverses time. Uh, fuck, there's another plot hole. Uh, he reverses time uh, so that the whole, like, Lex Luthor setting off missiles uh, to, uh, you know, destroy California or whatever and, right. uh, you know, stop it. Lois from dying and all that and uh, the missiles from being uh, shot off. Uh and yet the movie starts off with the missiles being shot off so that they free the uh, prisoners from the Phantom Zone. Hmm. Well, he, he missed one, maybe. Yeah. He missed one. Maybe, maybe since this is the Richard Donner cut and they did film both movies at the same time, maybe the original version wasn't supposed to have the flying around the Earth. Like, uh, like uh, the first one. Huh. That's possible. Maybe, uh, maybe they threw that in there because uh, I... Uh, other change from the theatrical version was uh, he makes Lois forget with a super kiss. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> How did he... Uh, oh, so it was all just the flying around the world in this one. Ooh. That made her forget. Okay. Wow. Huh. Yeah, was there flying around the world in the second one? The, the theatrical second version? No. No? Okay. Just, okay. Uh, just the super kiss. Uh, okay, well that makes more sense. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe that was his intention. I just said a super kiss makes sense. I was I thought you were referring to the flying around the world, save for the second movie. Yeah. And, and, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Apparently, super kiss actual power he had. Really, silver age. Really. Hell yeah. Well, Rarely see, used. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Just like on Valentine's Day. Right? No, yeah. After some after all his raping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, much like uh, his other power of uh, shooting a miniature version out of his hand. Of himself. That was a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. In the Silver Age? Yeah. Oh, 
That's Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish Joe was here now. I know. I know. That's God sad. damn it. He'd be defending this movie up and down. I love this movie. Yeah, me too. I love this piece of crap movie. <laughs> <laughs> this piece of crap movie with a shit ton of plot holes. It is awesome. And uh, some, some bad characters. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's it is. fantastic. Yes. Oh, oh, here, here's another. What about the scene uh, where uh, they're supposed to be newlyweds and uh, Clark's hairstyle changes every scene? Uh, that's, uh, that actually can be explained. Oh, yeah. Due to the fact that this is the, uh, Richard Donner cut. So, like, the other, like, every other scene was, like, the Richard, uh, Linklater. <laughs> who, who did it? Lester. Lester. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, there were, were, uh, some of the recovered footage was shot earlier than some of the other footage. Okay. So it was just sort of interspersed. I will say this, I've seen a couple of the uh, special features for the first Superman movie, and that entire scene was the screen test that uh, they used to figure out who was going to play Lois Lane. Really? Yeah. Okay. Huh. And Margot Kidder just happened to have a, a, a gun in her purse. Right. And she improv that, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, that's exactly what we want in this kid's movie. <laughs> Bitches packing heat. In fact, if we could just call it Bitches Packing Heat instead of Superman, it'll get the kids into the theater. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <clears throat> For some reason, I'm I'm beginning to take offense over you saying kids movie over and over again. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't know why. Ah. But it's offending me. <laughs> because you like it so much. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not a kid. Yeah. No, I like it too. I really do. Like, I, this isn't the last time I'm going to watch it. I've, I've seen it a half dozen times. I'm sure I'll watch it a half dozen more. <laughs> but uh, I think every time I watch it, I like it a little less. Yeah. Except for the Zod scenes. Man, he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, still not looking forward to him being the villain in the new movie. Is he really? Yeah. In the new Superman movie? Yeah. But not Zod. He's not playing Zod. I think about Terrence Stamp. No, Terrence Stamp is not playing Zod. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Zod's. But Zod movie. is the oh, okay. villain in the next Superman. Oh, I gotcha. Superman has other villains, people. Yeah. Superman has other villains. We got Lex Luthor. You got Ned Beatty. <laughs> you got uh, Miss Tessmacher. Yeah. You got Frank in the diner. Yeah. He's got a plethora of rogues gallery. <laughs> Let's go back to Frank in the Diner. Ain't Minerva. Oh, okay. Ain't Minerva. Oh, that's uh, Shazam. That was Shazam. <laughs> Future reference. <laughs> Listen closely, folks. Sometime in the future. Yeah. Uh, August uh, 17th, to be exact, is uh, when you want to look for that. Oh, wow. Anyway, uh, that reference that I'm not going to explain any further, but I'm going to keep talking about it. <laughs> <clears throat> Frank in the diner. Uh, Clark uh, gets his powers removed, uh, has a confrontation with a uh, redneck at, uh, at a 
at a diner that may or may not be in Canada near the North Pole. (laughs) (laughs) Who everyone talks like they're from Jersey. Right. Um, Subaru Clark gets his ass handed to him. He kind of likes it a little. Uh, He's uh, definitely uh, surprised at the blood. Yeah. Clark Kent. Uh, you know, six foot two, six foot four, uh, muscular, mm-hmm. uh, farm boy. Uh, you think he might be able to take more than two punches from a from a aging trucker, right? Yes. Uh, and also, uh, don't you think that Batman would have trained him to fight just uh, in case? You know, uh, it seems like some Batman, a contingency Bruce Wayne would have thought of. What that? To, to not train Superman? No, to, uh, to train him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what the fuck? Clark should be able to take care of himself. He's no Batman in this film. Hmm? He's no Batman in this film. Well, of course he does. He's in the Justice League. He's never mentioned Batman or the Justice League. Well, of course not. He's you know, got to protect his secret identity. Uh, okay. Huh. Well, yeah. See? Well, yeah, no, I, I thought that too. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, he's just pretended to be a nerd all this time. Right. You know, surely he could have at least hold his own. I mean, I've seen Smallville. Mm-hmm. Clark Kent you know, can handle himself once in a while. Right. Yeah. Poorly, you know, and uh, without the Superman suit. Oh, no, he had it. I saw the last episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, that was the cartoon you were watching. Oh, oh yeah. But they just superimposed uh, a real guy's head on it. <laughs> I, I think... I think there's more airtime of Gonzo wearing a Superman shirt <laughs> on television than there is during ten years of Smallville of Superman wearing Superman's costume. <laughs> and you're probably right. Uh, no, you are right. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, I think there was like at least three minutes of Gonzo yeah, wearing a yeah. Superman footage, <laughs> Superman shirt in the Muppets. Um. Uh, bar fights. Uh, bar fights. Yeah. Speaking of bars, mm-hmm. Cliff Clavin shows up. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who was he? Oh, he was somebody from Houston. Yeah, uh, yeah. Planet Houston. Nah, Planet Houston. That was pretty funny stuff. Yeah, and like, I, I, it never gets old to me. The scene where the guy like sees him, sees Zod walk on water, and then he looks at his coffee cup and he tosses his coffee cup. Yeah. You love that. I love that. Yeah, you you've drawn that in numerous comics. Yeah, before, yeah. You reference that a lot. It's it's a classic. It's it's a, it's a good bit. Oh, excuse me. Uh, there's some really good intentional moments of comedy in this. Yeah. Uh, like the kid at Niagara Falls. He's yeah, kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, watching this, I got kind of especially in the uh, the scene where Zod and company show up in the middle of Iowa and just destroy a town. Yeah. Uh, I got a real Thor vibe. Oh, yeah? The, the movie? Yeah. I can see that. Uh, I think uh, I think they, they got a little inspiration from uh, yeah. the movie. Yeah, it's kind of like a big wide open street with yeah. just like destruction going on. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, in general, like, you know, just, just you know, super heroics and, and father issues. And, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah. I think Thor was a little bit better. If only just well, Thor for, wasn't just for kids. Well, that's probably why. <laughs> God damn it! 
got you to agree with me. You're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Thor. Yeah, that was a good movie as well. But uh, I almost think, uh, yeah, Christopher Reeve. Uh, he's amazing as doing the duality in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like, you know, like you were marveling recently over Frank Quietly's renderings of right. of both. I think he really pulled it off physically. Like, mm-hmm. like he, you know, he's he almost is like <clears throat> physical physical comedy in the beginning where he, you know, like can't hang his coat up and he's knocking shit over and right. uh, and then like he's the the moment uh, Lois, uh, you know, Cheers lets off a couple yeah. rounds at him, uh, <laughs> he turns into the calm, collected Superman and yeah. he's like, yeah, he's like transitionally, it's like, and just the, the most subtle shift of posture. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Like, like even in the beginning, when Lois begins to suspect that Clark is Superman, uh, like she mentions how tall he is, and he's got broad shoulders. And, and just, as soon as he says yeah. that, he just shrinks. Yeah, like physically shrinks yeah. on camera. It's yeah, amazing. But I think that was CG. But oh yeah, but he's still good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> will, you will believe a man can shrink. I think that was one of the other taglines after that bitches. Was, yeah. Bitches in heat, you will believe a man can drink. <laughs> not, not bitches in heat, bitches packing heat. I was thinking of that canine porn I watched the other day. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, but. Yeah, I don't like Marco Kidder. Never have. Never no. have. I've never seen anything else with her in it. No, just Superman. That's yeah. all I've ever seen her in. Uh, just don't like her. Don't think. Uh, don't think she's attractive. Don't think she's a good actress. Wasn't she in another movie with that guy from *My Garden*, Henry? Uh, like a cowboy movie or something. Cowboys and Aliens? Uh, I don't think that was it. Like an older one, around the same time as Superman. <clears throat> That's the guy. He was also Han Solo. Right, guy. right. I was thinking because I think I've seen that there's a movie coming out called Cowboys and Aliens, and I think I've seen Han Solo. I think I've seen him in that. Oh, really? Is he, he's that. still working then. He's still working. Yeah, okay. I mean, just in these low budget bit know, parts, like B movies, can't yeah. be sci-fi, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Was he riding a horse? Uh huh. Mario Kater horse face. That's what I was thinking. There you go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, but I will say that uh, Margot Margo Kidder or not, a uh, woman in an oversized Superman shirt, kind of sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when she's eavesdropping on him talking to his dad. Yeah, yeah. It's creepy. Yeah, well. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, Superman, any sort of superhero pajamas on a lady is a is not a turn on, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's pretty true. Like sometimes, even when you wear your uh, your Aquaman night shirt, we're drawing late at night. Yeah, eh, get a little chub, yeah. and you're not even a lady. Nope. You're just you just know how to wear it. I just pull it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it when you pull it off. Crumple it up like, like, hey, that's a nice Aquaman jammies. You know what? It, it would look even better crumpled up next to my bed on the floor. Damn it. Crumpled up on the floor next to my bed. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm glad we watched this. It's good. Maybe I'll watch the, uh, you know, the Dickie L version sometime soon. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious to go back and, and uh, see for myself what the, the differences are rather than half remembering what the differences are. Right. Because uh, apparently I remember more than you, but that's oh yeah, usually, usually that's the case. Yeah. yeah. Like I wanna, I like I could be making this up, but uh, I could swear that there's even a scene in the original where uh, the uh, the big Kryptonian non. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, after Ursa discovers that she has heat vision, like he tries it out, but it doesn't work for him. Oh really? Like he. Like he, like nothing comes out of his eyes, or he fucks something up. Yeah, I think he fucks something. Yeah, up, yeah. yeah, that sounds familiar too. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, they wanted a lot more comedy in the uh, the theatrical version, and Dickie D didn't want that. Yeah, yeah. played it straight. Yep. Well, I mean, I guess it worked. I mean, it was successful. Oh yeah, but yeah. you know, I think it's one of those things that were like, uh, I mean, the first movie was was so good and. and so successful that you know, no matter what happened with part two, it was also going to be successful. Well, that's weird because yeah, the first one wasn't like a slapstick comedy. So no. I wonder why they were yeah. trying to. I mean, it had some some funny parts, parts, especially Ned Beatty and Gene Hackman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah maybe this one aimed it up like we'll, we'll really rub them in if we have a laugh a thon. Right. Right. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, successful sequels, uh, no matter what happens, apparently. Uh, apparently, Transformers Three is made like ninety nine million dollars this weekend. Wow, that's crazy! Despite the fact that Part Two is easily the most reviled movie I've ever heard of, <laughs> like I've never read or heard of a positive thing about that movie. Yeah, I think I think the there's really good word of mouth on the third one because what I've heard is like they simplified the plot so much that it's paper thin, just. You know, just enough to like get you from one explosion scene to the next explosion scene, which I think works for the Transformers. You know, just kind of simple and effects like extravaganza. So the first one was complex. Well, the the second one had a lot going on. You know, like it it was a little confusing, and like there was even scenes, and this is ridiculous. There were scenes from the second movie that were never explained. Unless you had read the comics that came out as prequels, huh. and uh, and you're like, what the fuck? Why are they here? Like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, who? Why are they on the moon? And then, and like, it was all explained in the comics, but they never even like right. give you any hints huh. in the second film. Fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty pretty dumb. Michael Bay's. <laughs> so yeah, they dumbed it down a little, or at least plot wise. And then I've also heard that the 3D effects make it a lot easier to see what's going on because uh-huh. like the robot fights before like it's just if there's two yeah, robots there's on the screen yeah, yeah. I, I'm like well I don't know what's going on yeah I saw the first one and yeah like, like you can't tell what the fuck's going on when two robots are fighting each other right yeah. it all looks like one it's like a Tom and Jerry fight where there's like a big circle yeah it really is just smoke and moving parts right yeah. but, but apparently it's rendered a lot more you know vividly in the 3D right. where you can tell who's who and what's what yeah. So I, I guess it's got good word of mouth. Yeah. Still going to see it. Uh, I might rent it. Never going to see it. Never saw the second one. Not going to see this one. Fuck Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael Bay. Who's directing the next Superman? Hey. No, no. Yeah. 
Um, I did kind of want to talk about uh, Superman Returns a little bit because uh, that was sort of a direct sequel to uh, you know the first two original Superman movies, mm-hmm. pretty much ignoring three and four. Uh, like, because uh, because I kept thinking about that movie for some reason while I was watching this, <clears throat> and uh, I really liked Superman Returns. Well, let me throw that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it has problems, and uh, I think a lot of it comes down to Kevin Spacey playing Gene Hackman playing Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah. really off putting. I liked him a lot. But I think it would have been better if he would have forgotten and, about the Gene Hackman stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's the main problem with Superman Returns is that it was too reverential to the original movies. And All right. After 30 years, I think he got pretty much, uh, you know, you know, free reign to, right. to go ahead and forge yeah. your own uh, identity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not make it a direct sequel. Yeah, they, yeah, they could... Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> they could sort of, I don't know, go in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and, uh, and also, you know, uh, technology is advanced. Uh, let's see Superman hit some shit. Yeah? Yeah. Like like uh, giant robots and whatnot? Uh, like giant robots and other supervillains. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully there'll be some more action. In yeah, it'd be cool world. to see him, like, just fucking destroy stuff with his fists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Because, like, you see the Hulk do it, <clears throat> but it's like a video game. Right. Maybe cool to see a, a man An just like person fucking yeah. destroy. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, although, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I guess with uh, the new one. Who's playing Superman? Uh, some guy. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. At least, yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah. No Lex Luthor in this one. Just uh, odd. And uh, I think it's going to be another origin story. Hey. Which is something that Superman needs. Didn't he, uh... Yeah, I can't remember what, how, where he came from or whatever. He was bit by a... Uh, no, no, he, was, he was bit by a radioactive super. That's it. Yeah. And he got a super kiss. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's too bad. I could see, like, if they, you know, when they make a Captain America movie, sure, sure you know. Yeah. You know, give the kids a little background, but, yeah, I think everybody knows. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows. Everyone knows Superman at this point. Yeah. And let's put it this way. Grant Morrison, all-star Superman, four panels. No dialogue. No dialogue. Yeah. Superman's origin. Yeah. Explained away. Let's have the movie equivalent of that. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, but apparently they've cast uh, Russell Crowe as Jor-El, so uh, it probably ain't going to be no uh, no four-panel uh, equivalent. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. <clears throat> Um, but Superman Returns, though, you, you, you dug I it. I really enjoy Superman Returns, uh, but you know, I'm also aware that it has its, its problems. And, uh, Superman seems a lot creepier in that movie. Well, he's deadbeat dad and spying on Lois. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like kind of a yeah, voyeuristic <clears throat> deadbeat dad. We'll say this. Brandon Routh was great. Mm-hmm. I think he was almost as good as Christopher Reeve. And he also is super creepily... Almost identical to Christopher Reeve. They're similar. Very They're similar. very similar looking men. Yeah. In fact, there were a couple scenes in, in this one that, uh, oh wow, Brandon Routh really looks like Christopher Reeve. Yeah. And Christopher Reeve really looks like Brandon Routh. Is it that black hair in the Superman shirt? 
May have been it. Yeah. May have been it. Because, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, when I, when I see, <clears throat> see him in that, yeah, yeah. yeah it really sets it up. Yeah. But no, the, like, the new guy doesn't look anything like either of them. So, who knows? Huh. So he's just like a, you know, like a, a no-name guy? He's been on some soap operas he's, and whatnot? He's not been on soap operas, but uh, he's got a movie coming out called Immortals or something like that. That looks like it's uh, Clash of the Titans 2. Uh, okay. But uh, he's just a British actor. Huff, dude. Well, that's cool. Yeah. No name. I mean, or unknown. Relatively unknown. Yeah. 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 That's cool. I'll check it out. Oh, well, of course you will. Yeah. You check out all the comic book movies. Except for Greenland. You're going to check that out, too. Yeah. <laughs> On DVD. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Right, let's take a break. That's cool. Look up that Star Wars guy. Look up that Star Wars guy. What yeah. was the character's name? Oh, fuck. Oh, it's Han Solo. Han Solo. Okay. Yeah. I can just, because, I mean, you can't. You can just Google Star Wars or something. Okay. Know. Just find Han Solo's character name. Right, right. That should take me to his real name, right? It's probably in the top ten credits, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right, then. It's going to be that. And we'll be back. Yeah, unless you got any more Superman talk. Um, I like Superman. <laughs> I, <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I don't mean to sound like uh, this movie is not for people over the age of ten. It's just, it's just better if you are. Yeah. That's what. That's what I would say. I'm gonna say it's uh, for all ages. No. Because I'm 32 and I fucking love it. Fuck you.
Welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. Aloha. Aloha, sir. So, uh, I'm touching back on the, uh, the supers, man. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> so, so obviously, there's the new Superman movie coming out, uh, I think 2012, something like that. Uh, and uh, DC is rebooting their entire uh, line of comic books. Uh, have we have we actually discussed any of that on this show? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. But uh, Superman, uh, there's going to be you know, the regular Superman book written by uh, George Perez. And then the action comics is going to be uh, written by Grant Morrison and be basically the Superman origin book. Uh, but in, in the continuity version of uh, of Superman, he's just going to have a new costume. Right. Uh, designed <clears throat> by uh, my favorite, Jim Lee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, I don't know if you've actually gotten a chance to see his... Uh, I haven't. I've heard, heard about it, but I haven't seen it. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's sort of, I guess, the, it has been made clear that uh, the whole reason for redesigning Superman is to get rid of the uh, red underwear. Really? Yeah. Which, uh, again, it's a design that has lasted 70 years in one form or another. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, And uh, he looks like an action figure now. He wears essentially armor. It's really shiny, plated material with weird seams and pads and knee pads and giant clunky robot boots and a collar and he, and he's younger right and he's younger yeah yeah, yeah i mean do you think i think that will be his costume in the next movie in 70 years from now no i mean in in <laughs> oh in, wow that's a good point that would be bizarre wouldn't it yeah, yeah that i don't ah, how could they e- my thinking is that he will lose the knee pad costume within the first six months of uh, the comic. I think so too. I think I think for a lot of the redesigns for the DC books, I think uh, as artists uh, begin to to work on the books and get comfortable with them, they'll may shed some of the excess stuff yeah, here and there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, especially if if fans are writing them saying like, you know, right, you know. Why even call him Superman at this point? Right. You know, <clears throat> why not just make up a new character? Right. And I can understand, you know, maybe this is some sort of preventative step, you know, what with all the uh, the lawsuits between the uh, the Siegel Schusters and, and Warner Brothers. Right. You know, uh, over the, the, the rights for Superman that maybe they're trying to come up with a, a version that they can't be sued for. That's, that's possible, yeah. Uh, but still, yeah, I mean... Superman shouldn't be redesigned, but if he had to be, there's better ways to do it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, there's a website, uh, I think uh, you've probably been there before, uh, Project Rooftop. Yeah. They, they do, oh, yeah. You know, they, That's a good point. They do uh, redesigns of, uh, you know, characters, or they display redesigns of characters, and they also critique whenever... A character gets an actual redesign in the books. In the, right, right. And uh, last week they did a, a three-part thing over just random designs in the the new DC, and they saved Superman for last. It pretty much thrashed it. Uh, <laughs> I, I yeah, I like to. I have to. 
I have to look that up and see that. I think that it's even in the previews. I don't like uh, doing this usually while we're in the middle of the show, but I will bring it up. Right. Yeah, okay. Because we are talking about it, and it's a Superman episode. Yeah. Uh, seems relevant, right? Yeah, we actually sold out of previews this uh, really? this month. Like, we never sell out of previews. We usually right. have, like given the last couple copies away. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we sold out like the first day because everybody's everybody's like eager to find out about the uh, you know all the redesigns. And I think we we gave them all homework to do, so they were like right. getting the Cliff Notes version of the DC books to to do their homework with. That was a little off-putting when I went in <laughs> to buy my comics this week. The uh, sheet of uh, every new DC book coming out in uh, September. Yeah, we, we, we yeah we put a we put a flyer in everyone's file that had a list of all 52 titles plus the creative team that are doing them. And we're trying to get people to like circle which books they want so we know you know how many to order. Cause, right. Because some of them we might order like five copies or 15 copies or 40 copies, you know, it's like, we're not, you know, we just want to figure out who wants what. Oh, he's pulling up the image yeah. right now. Uh, it's kind of smallish, but uh, I think you can uh, get a decent look there. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, does he got knee pads on? Uh, I don't see any knee pads. Yeah, there are knee pads there. Okay. They're less pronounced than this one. Let me find... Because that doesn't look too bad. I mean, he's just got blue undies on or, or just blue pants instead of... Well, he's got a seam where the underwear would be. Maybe they're slowly transitioning us away from <laughs> his underwear. Uh, let me... Uh, but still, like all the characters just have unnecessary seams and platelets. And, right. Uh, well, it's kind of like the ultimate versions of a lot of characters. Yeah. Like I... I get that they were trying to make Cap, you know, Cap look more like a wartime hero, right. like his costume. But, um, but I would say that even that, uh, you know, is uh, uh, <clears throat> I think this design on that is smart. Mm-hmm. You know, with with uh, making it look like, uh, you know, like a wartime costume and being reverential to. His actual superhero right. costume. And uh, you're already talking about the movie version, right? <coughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to change that for the Avengers movie, too. So, Right. Yeah, I'm sure they'll update him to look more like what we all know as classic Cap. Right. Cap is a uh, comic book industry slang for Captain America, for those of you out there. Um, <laughs> so we're, we can't find pictures of uh, <laughs> knee-padded Superman for some reason. There's a baby in a Superman onesie, which is adorable. <laughs> I think that's going to be my next tattoo. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, tangent. I'm getting uh, another tattoo. What? Uh, hopefully within a week. Uh, why? Um, I'm getting a cover-up of my ex-girlfriend's name. Uh, all right. <laughs> and that's my last tattoo ever. Okay. What are you getting in place of? I haven't decided specifically, but I'm getting your new (laughs) (laughs) yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be even bigger than name. Um. Okay, there's some knee pads, but at least I was picturing like giant blue like half coconuts, you know, strapped around the back with a buckle, (laughs) you know. I really was, but like that that's not terrible. Yeah. 
Because if there's any character that doesn't need knee pads, yeah, it would be Superman. It's yeah. yeah. I like uh, I like his boots. Really? No, not okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not a fan. It just looks like some Elseworlds uh, like evil robot Superman or yeah. something. Yeah, or an action figure. It looks like it's a toy. Yeah, it looks like it has joints mm-hmm. and swivel arm battle grip. And, uh, like it's shiny for some reason. And uh, it's got a utility belt, it looks like. You think maybe like that's what the kids want to see? <clears throat> Stuff that looks like toys? Uh, I don't know. You know, uh, I guess according to uh, a bunch of middle-aged white men, then uh, yes. Well, that's I've exactly what the kids want. I've seen big. I know that middle-aged white men are in <laughs> tune with what kind of toys kids want to buy. <laughs> More so than James Conn ever is. Ever was. <laughs> um, I, I mean, this is like super visual, but uh, I think that uh, this costume would work a little bit better without the seams and without the knee pads. Uh, without whatever the fuck that is on his uh, thigh or it almost, calf. Yeah, it looks like a, some sort of armor yeah. plating or something. And I could almost forgive the boots, uh, but the belt needs yellow. Yeah, to match his uh, to chest. To match the, the, the chest, because, uh, I mean, they haven't shown a picture behind, like if the cape still has that yellow S or, or right. anything, but... Uh, Usually, if you have a a color on a character in a costume or uniform, uh, it's a good idea to replicate that color somewhere else. Yellow undies. They give them yellow undies. There we go. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Everyone is, yeah, because they're all bitching about the red undies. Yeah, no red undies. Nobody's bitching about the yellow undies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you'll get your stray internet uh, heckler who's like, it looks like he pissed himself, you know. (laughs) But... (laughs) But we'll, yeah, we'll, us true fans will know. Right. So, yeah, so now you've seen the Superman redesign. It's not as bad as I was picturing, honestly. But it's not, it's not, it's not cool. It it, it comes down to unnecessary. Right. Yeah. Like, just like you said, all the stitchery and whatnot. Yeah, it's not a character that needs it. It's not sleek. Yeah. And Batman, I can see getting away with that, because, you know, in the movies, he's got the clunky armor and everything like that. Right. But, uh, characters like, him and the Flash, they don't need that. Right. Yeah, yeah, the Flash, yeah, yeah. especially. Yeah. Yeah, well. What are you going to do? You're going to bitch about it endlessly. Yeah, that's, that's what the internet's for. <laughs> that's why I live here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, hmm. So. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get a tattoo. I'm going to get a tattoo. I'm going to cover up. I've got, I dated a girl for oh. seven years. Yeah. Uh, five years into the relationship for Valentine's Day, I tattooed her name on my leg. Right. No, I mean, I didn't personally do it. What? I had, I had a yeah, fellow. Do it. Right. Yeah, I, I know a guy. A professional. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, the dude with a uh, broken uh, pen yeah. and uh, a needle. Yeah. And, uh, you know, napkins with um, uh, peroxide. Right. Yeah. No, he was a pro. He was a pro. He's re- since retired. Yeah. You know, but, uh, so I can't have him covered up or I would. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to get a piece of Jack Kirby art. Really? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know exactly which one yet. I've, I've got a couple in mind. 
Uh, one of them specifically is a villain called the Gaster. And, uh, cause I was thinking, I was like, I want to get a piece of Jack Kirby art. And I was thinking, like, I love his Thor. I love, I love the way he draws Thor. Um, I love the way he draws Doctor Doom. I love the way he draws a thing. But you know what? I really don't want every guy that comes to Mavericks starting up a two hour conversation about Thor with me. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to get just some random weird villain. Right. Where at the most, someone might be like, oh, that looks like Jack Kirby art. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Instead of like, but that's still gonna start up a conversation. You probably still don't want to have. <laughs> well, yeah, but it'd be better than going like, oh, what do you think? Because I'm like, I'm not a huge Thor fan. Right. Like I've read Just like Jack Kirby Thor. Yeah, okay. I'm never, I'm sure I've read fifty, maybe a hundred Thor comics in my life. It's uh, probably about uh, forty more than I have. Yeah. If if it was fifty. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Let's say I've read some of the, uh, I've read all the Simonson ones. I've read a chunk of the Kirby ones and some random smatterings after that. But, uh. I've read, uh, one Simonson. I've read zero Kirby. Uh, one J. Michael Straczynski. Uh, wow. One Matt Fraction. And eight Dan Jurgens. <laughs> Man. Is that the John Romita Jr. one? Uh, the Jurgens? Yeah, yeah, Those are good. So, but I'm leaning towards, he's a DC villain, actually, mm-hmm. that I think was only ever in one comic ever, as mm-hmm. far as I know, um, the Dingbats of Danger Street, and uh, <laughs> it was one of the first issue specials that DC did. Right. So I'm thinking about getting that, but I uh, haven't completely decided yet. You should get, uh, remember the re panel that I did uh, last, the, uh, the guy on the phone? <laughs> yeah. Get that guy. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just just some re- r- evil robot with a phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. I, I can get... you have the phone cord uh, that uh, that he has wrapped around his fingers. You can have that uh, turned into the uh, the Amanda. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. No, I want to get it covered up. Well, you're, not, you're gonna. It's gonna cover it. Oh, up, I but see. It's gonna incorporate. It. Okay, but it, would it would it still like spell out Amanda? But just be a phone closely. <laughs> okay. You're mostly going to be distracted by the giant evil robot. Oh, yeah, okay. On the telephone. Well, then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, was I allowed to say her name? Amanda? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think so. I mean, I know it's on your tattoo, yeah. but uh, most of the people listening can't see that tattoo. Oh, that's true, yes. Yeah. I was thinking this isn't yeah, a visual talked about her before, though. Probably. Yeah, yeah I think I I, uh, I told that story about her pooping. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. <laughs> Fire extinguisher poop. Look it up. Google it. Um, uh, I wish I knew what episode that was. I would add that tag to that. <laughs> Tell us, Brian John Mitchell. <laughs> I'm sure he knows. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that's what I'm leaning towards. But uh, but uh, where, where, where are we going with that? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I know you, uh, your, uh, your lady friend, uh, just got, uh, a start on one, uh, on a new tattoo. She did. She's, uh, she's getting a Muppet sleeve. Yeah. Um, she got her first Muppet yesterday. Yeah. The Swedish Chef. Pork, pork, pork. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks amazing. It does look pretty cool. Yeah. I don't approve. <laughs> wow. I do not approve. Wow. Looks, that was. It looks okay. Wow. It's blowing me away. <laughs> wow. That's almost like when you see, like, the, uh, like, and, 
you know, like the wedding singer where that old lady is singing the Sugar Hill Gang. Mm-hmm. It just seems so wrong to see you approve uh, anything about it. I didn't approve. <laughs> I did not approve. Okay. It. okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I don't approve you getting that tattoo. But since you are covering up your ex-girlfriend's name, yeah. it's all right. And it's my last one. Right, I'm right. done after this one. Yeah. Uh, you getting that because uh, she complained? No, we had we had talked about before. She has this tattoo on the arm. She's getting her Muppet sleeve. Uh-huh. That was something one of her ex designed that was like supposed to represent, like I don't know, love or mm. something or something to do with them specifically as a couple. Um, <clears throat> so our our anniversary presents to each other. We're gonna get our tattoos covered of up. our exes covered up. Yeah, yeah. Some I'm I'm pretty excited about. So you're covering up your Marv. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was a sex move that Amanda liked a lot called the Marv. We would uh, find a black and white brick wall in an alley and cast a shadow over it. <laughs> and then uh, I did a, something else called that yellow bastard, which involved me pissing on her face. <laughs> <laughs> But I never got that tattoo, so I'll, I won't. I won't bring that up. <laughs> oh. Um. oh, I wish that wasn't so funny because I had uh, a thing that I could have said <laughs> about how uh, you're covering up your bar because because uh, uh, you're you're over Frank Miller finally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm moving on. Sorry, Frank. <laughs> he's just uh. he's just too feminine for me. I like a more macho kind of guy. <laughs> so I'm going after Craig Thompson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but today, though, speaking of my girlfriend, yeah. Um. Uh, she was not feeling very well today. Well, She's right. not having Sorry, not having a good day. Yeah, she was uh, kind of supposed to be here. She watched this with us. It was a. It, it was, was an idea. It was a last minute invitation. Yeah. We invited her Friday. But to, I would have happily uh, had her on the show. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since we've had a guest. She said she was excited. Yeah. She wasn't sure if she'd be up to it. Yeah. And uh, she wasn't. That's fine. That's uh, her way of saying that uh, she doesn't want to spend time in my house. With right. Me. That's fine. All right. Whatever. Right. I'm Who could blame her? Totally taking that personally. <laughs> so uh, I went over there today. And we just kind of hung out. We ordered pizza. Um, watched uh, what pizza? Uh, Cousin Benny's. <laughs> and uh, and we watched. Uh, You're not. Like a, I'm already disinterested. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we ordered. You ordered a, the shittiest pizza ever. We got a Godfather's pizza. Okay. Yeah. You're back in. I'm back in. Right. Uh, we got a Godfather's pizza, and we watched a Tina Fey movie. No, no, no. We watched. Uh, Hobo with a Shotgun. Yeah, that's what we watched. No. No. No, we watched the Tina Fey, Amy Poehler movie called yeah. Baby's Mama, I think it's called. Baby Mama. Baby Mama. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty funny. All right. But uh, after that, I was like, you know, we should get out of the house and uh, do something. So we went down the street, and I said, hey, we've been talking about for a while. Uh, she, she doesn't have a bicycle. Uh-huh. We've been talking about riding bikes together. Uh-huh. And I was like, we should go. It's kind of hard to do when you don't have a bicycle. That's true. Well, I've got one. Right. But she's not. Right. So I was like, we should remedy that. Let's go to the bike shop and look around. So we went to K&G Bike Shop in Xenia, right by our house. Right. They were closed today. Right. Which, tangent. 
It seems like something that should be open on the weekends. I mean, this was like 3 o'clock. It wasn't like they had already closed for the day. Well, it's Sunday, and it's a holiday weekend. I know, but I think they're closed on Sundays. I think it's what they're saying. That's fine. I see. I don't. I don't. Okay. Because this is a thing. Chick fil A's closed on Sundays. You don't hear me bitching. <laughs> but but, but I really want some fucking Chick fil A. All right? On, on a Sunday? On a Sunday. On a, well, but that's a religious thing. This is not a religious thing. How do you know? Because I know the people that work at the other KNG. <laughs> at the other KNG. And I think they're all closed in the same, at the same hours. So there's one person that owns the KNG. Mm. Maybe that person is uh, super religious. religious. Yeah, because uh, I'm I'm gonna say 100 percent sure that nobody who works at uh, Chick Fil A is uh, like Uber Christian. I think the owner is Uber Christian. The owner yeah. of Chick Fil A is right, right. But uh, the uh, dipshits at high school that work at a Chick Fil A, I got you. aren't right. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I, and they're just using that Sunday off to get fucking high. Yeah, and be dipshits and work at Chick Fil A. That's probably true. So, K and G. <laughs> but uh, my thinking is, if you're going to run a business where you sell something that people, most people, probably only really get to use on the weekends. Like I mean, Chick-fil-A. Like a, like a chicken nugget or a bicycle. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, some people, I'm sure, ride their bikes to work or, like, you know, like there's some guys, like, I have, sometimes I have, I have Tuesdays off or whatever. But, I, like, most people would probably be like, hey, it's the weekend. I need to go fix up my bike, or I need to get this, and let's go on a bike trip this weekend. And, like, they're closed on Sunday. Uh, well, if you're going to go on a bike trip on the weekend, then uh, guess what? You've already figured out what you're going to do, and you've taken care of it before <laughs> the weekend. But what if it's a last-minute thing? Well, and... then you're an idiot. Well, there's a lot of idiots out there. Yeah. Stop being one. <laughs> Stop adding to the mess. Right, right. I don't know. I just think I just think a bike shop should be open on Sunday. That's just me. I say you can make your own hours if you own your own business. That's true too. So, since it was closed, yeah, uh, she was like, "Well, let's go look at Walmart because there's Walmart right down the road." Right. Went to Walmart. They had bikes, but and they were open. By the way, Walmart's open on Sundays. If anybody needs to go, Walmart's open twenty four seven. Yeah. And uh, and so we found the bikes, and she even saw one she really liked, but. They didn't have any that were her size. Huh. So we were like, okay, what's halfway between Walmart and a small candy bike shop? Kmart. Yeah. So there's a Kmart, right? Like right. a few blocks from our house. So yeah. we went there. They had the perfect bike. Uh, it was the right size. It uh, wasn't too expensive. Um, and I said, let's buy it. So we, uh, we bought her a bike. Yeah. And the funny part is, um, it's a girl's Wait. bike. It's it's a girl's bike, <laughs> so it's like sky blue with like a white seat, and streamers. It, it didn't have the and streamers. A basket. It didn't have a place on the back to put a basket, and it has uh, yellow flowers painted all over it, like all over the uh, it's the powder blue, you know, ar- armature of the bikes. I'm uh, gonna say something here, and uh, I don't mean any offense by it, but uh, your girlfriend is a tiny, tiny lady. She's yeah, yeah, she's a short lady. This is a kid's bike. It may have been a kid's bike. It said girls, and she was like, she was like, she's like, oh, it's a girl's bike, and I was like, well, you're not a boy, you're a girl, that's perfect, because uh, she needed a 24 inch wheelbase, yeah. and like the smallest ones at Walmart were like 26, and so uh, yeah, this one, it's it's kind of small, you know, and it's probably meant for uh, you know, like a tall youngster, right. but uh, you know, hey, that's, that's how... weird because a tall youngster would probably be taller than your lady. 
Oh, I'm think I'm thinking about uh, a youngster like you know, like three. <laughs> no, like a kid, not like, like a like high school four year old. I was thinking twelve year old, maybe eleven. Growth when's the growth spurt coming? Uh, uh, like seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but it's perfect for her. Okay. Uh, bottom line, <laughs> but uh, we took it out to the car, and it, it wouldn't fit in the car. Well, I would assume. Uh, I've had I've had bikes in my car before. Really? Yeah. yeah. Is it you said a big tire streak on the back seat? No. Yeah, there's a big tire streak in the back seat. All right. Um I mean sometimes there are ones that the front wheel will come off or something. Yeah, okay. But this one's more like Well also, you know, to be fair, you're you're uh, you're somewhat of an avid biker. You are friends with people who, who bike a lot. I, I'm not so much of an avid biker as I used to be. You're more than uh, me. Okay, yeah. Because uh, uh, you, you just said something about wheelbases. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> uh, you know, just like the radius of the wheel. Whatever. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm thinking that uh, you and your friends with your bikes, you probably all have uh, tricked out uh, sort of, uh, you know, bike-enthusiastic bikes. Uh, Doogie does. He's got, like, the fixed gear <laughs> and all that kind okay. of stuff. I've got a kickstand and a bell on mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know the bike enthusiasts did I tell you this before they're totally against the kickstands like they like they think it's basically like uh, one step away from training wheels basically having a kickstand on your bike so like me and Doogie a week ago we rode down to Belmont Party Supply mm-hmm. for him to get some beer and uh, I put my kickstand up and then he had to like spend like two minutes trying to prop his in a way where the front wheel didn't like turn a little and then the whole thing right. collapsed. And I was like, oh, you should get yourself one of those kickstands. <laughs> it's like, I don't I don't get that at all. Uh, is it like a weight thing? Uh, well, I think is like the extra ounces of a <laughs> kickstand uh, detrimental to the uh, the speed? Right. Well, I think I think it's what it stems from, honestly, is like the... the because a lot of the racers, you know, they're like, whatever we can remove to make the bike faster, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the professional racers, you know, I can see that. Like, they get rid of anything. Right. Like uh, like the NASCAR drivers would yeah. get rid of, you know, like. But, but he's not a professional racer. He's he's done a few races, some right. alley cats and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. But also mostly probably for fun. Yeah, for fun. Yeah. yeah. And he's not really in contention. I mean, he yeah. doesn't expect to win. He's never placed in the top three or anything. And he's never expected to. Um. So yeah, I don't get it. Like I don't, I, but I think it's where it stems from. They're like, I want to be like the pros, you know. Right, right. And I give them a hard time about it, but uh, this is it really so? Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, her bike has all the stuff, you know. Right. It's got everything. Um, kickstand, brakes. Kickstand. Actually, it only has those like air brakes, like the uh, the backspin brakes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't have the handle brakes. That's fine. Yeah. It's uh, when I last had a bike. That's all I had. Really? See, my my mine's got handle brakes. Uh-huh. So uh, we tried to stuff it in there, and it wouldn't fit. And uh, and and then you know, Kmart's only like it's like three blocks from our house, right. something it's like that. that yeah. yeah. And so I was like, hey, you know, just drive the bike. Yeah, we yeah. just ride it home. And she was like, ah, she's like, ah, she's like, I just, I'm, just, I really don't feel, feel you know, comfortable. I'm just kind of. She wasn't feeling good. Right. And I was like. Fuck it, all right. Let me drive my car. <laughs> and uh, okay. To add to this little bit of comedy, right? Uh, you are significantly taller than she is. I'm about two feet taller. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, no, I think I'm easily a foot taller. Yeah, you're like what five eleven? Yeah, five, five eleven. Five, yeah. 
A 15? <laughs> that would be a 6 1. You're like 5'10, 5'11. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's, yeah, I don't know. 4'11, 4'9, 5'1, something like that. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a foot taller. Yeah. And so, uh, so I get on her bike, and I look like, you know, those like thuggy G guys that <laughs> they look like they're basically on a recumbent bike yeah, already, yeah. you know. And my knees are like taller than my shoulders right, right. on this bike, and uh, and I start pedaling her powder blue, yellow flowered <laughs> bike through uh, the downtown of White Trash Xenia <laughs> on the streets. Yeah, I ride the streets because I, because uh, you know. That's what I do, but uh, as I'm leaving the parking lot of uh, Kmart, she you know she's getting in the car, and I, I'm like going, I'm riding through the parking lot of Kmart, and like I look over and there's this like dude getting into his car, and I swear he's just like following me with his eyes, like <laughs> as if I was you know, I don't know, like skateboarding upside down or something. He's just like looking at me like what the fuck. <laughs> But yeah, I rode home. The, uh-huh. I rode, you know, the three blocks or so on the, yeah. <coughs> home on, on her uh, on her lady's bike, her little little lady's bike. <laughs> I uh, sort of wish that I would have been in contact with you at that point in time, or not with you, with Kathleen. Yeah. So I would have advised her to roll down the window of your car <laughs> and yell out, "Faggot!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely had that. Yell at me while riding my bike before. <laughs> and that's a big boy bike. Yeah, that's a big boy bike. Yeah, not a little girl's bike. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool, actually. That's awesome. It was really hard to ride up the hill <laughs> because it, it's like, it's just one gear, you know, it's not right. like a 10 speed or anything. And and since, like, it's not really built for my legs, right. like, there was like a part, a portion where, you know, there's like a block where you're riding uphill. And that was like, it was like hard to do. <laughs> it's really weird. Were you at all wearing? Because you occasionally will wear a uh, button-up shirt over a regular shirt. Were you wearing that at all? I was wearing a Jack Curry Mr. Miracle shirt and a backwards New York Mets baseball cap. Uh, so no overshirt. No, no, no. no See, because no. if you had that, you could have just buttoned the top. Oh wow, well, yeah. <laughs> They're like. So <laughs> I I totally wish that there would have been one of those because like my bike that I ride has one of those bells like it's ching ching, and I, I totally wish that would have had one because when that dude was giving me the stink eye, I would have been like ching ching and stared him down. <laughs> he probably would have ran me over. Probably, yeah. But, uh, uh, at least uh, at least a horn. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, I used to have one of those too, but it busted, so I had to get a ching ching. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. yeah it's, awesome. it's a good story. Yeah. Sweet. I wish there was a photo visual. But, yeah. You know. I think, uh, I got a clear picture yeah. of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of like, have you seen Goonies? Yeah. You remember uh, when Brand is right in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's another Rich Dickie D film. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was similar to that. <laughs> Without the training wheels, though. Right, I got no stories. No. Yeah. I have one other small story. All right. If you don't mind. Well, not at all. It's a short one. Uh, you've heard me talk about 
Magic the Gathering. Oh, yeah. Uh, in particular, the Black Lotus. Uh, nope. Oh, you don't know the Black Lotus? No. The Black Lotus. If I do, I have driven it out of my yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, it is to Magic the Gathering what Action Comics number one is to comic books. Okay. It is by far the best magic card. There are three different sets, Alpha, Beta, and Unlimited, that it comes out of. And there, there's, there's a magic store that's like the biggest dealer of magic on the planet Earth uh-huh. from Kentucky. Okay. Um, and they... The magics are us. It's Troll and Toad. And, uh, <laughs> and actually, the guys that own that used to... They used to, they used to own Troll and Unicorn in uh, Huber Heights. It was a comic shop in Huber Heights. But, uh, I probably went there once. Oh, yeah. I used to go there all the time. Overpriced. But, uh, but the, most well, to give you an idea of how much and how coveted this magic card, the Black Lotus, is yeah. worth, yeah. they will buy any Black Lotus from any of those sets in any condition as long as it's all in one piece for a minimum of $500. Wow. Yeah. What the fuck? That is the cheapest that they will, that they will pay. For, so it could be crumpled. You could, but as long as it is a whole card, you could you could put it in your back pocket, drive around for a year, and uh, they would buy it for five hundred dollars. Wow! Yeah, that's how expensive this thing is. All right. Like we've we've had ones that were priced at like eighteen hundred dollars before. Seriously, fifteen hundred dollars, and we've sold them. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. It's yeah. crazy. Right. I'm not. <laughs> but anyway, so one of our regular magic It's just a card. Oh, it's just one card. It's just uber, uber powerful, and they haven't printed it since 1994. Okay. So, uh, and it sort of had, it built up this mystique. It right, became right, this right, thing. Right. Um, so anyway, one of our regular magic customers, he comes in, you know, like eight, ten times a year, um, but he's like consistent for like the last ten years. Right. Um, he called the other day, and he's like, hey, I'm in this kind of money crunch um, he's like, I want to sell you guys. I have a Black Lotus. I want to sell. He's like, but here's the thing. He's like, I'm only in a money crunch for two weeks. And I, he's like, is there any way I could basically pawn it to you and just buy it back for the same price in two weeks? And if I don't come back, you can sell it for, you know, whatever. And I was like, that seems totally fair. Right. You know, he's a good guy. He's he's done this right a lot of times. And if he doesn't come back, you know, we can sell it for $1,000. Right. Because it's beat up. But it's still, right. it's still, I'd say seven or eight hundred dollar version of, of the card. And uh, so anyway, he comes in. I give him the three hundred dollars. I take his card. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, hide it away. And uh, and and then he says, he's like, so he's like, do you know anybody want to buy a human skull, do you? And I said, what? And he said, yeah. He's like. He's like, I got this human skull I'm supposed to sell for this guy. He's like, and I'm having trouble finding anybody to buy it. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. And he, and he goes, no, no, no. He's like, no, no, I'd, I didn't, like, dig it up or anything. It's not, like, something like that. He's like, it's a, it's like an artifact. He said, and I was like, uh, what, what do you mean? And he said, uh, he said that he's friends with some people that own the skull because their father or grandfather, uh, Got it when he was some sort of like uh, physician in a in a war, and and I was like, I'm still not sure that that's legal. And he goes, No, well, 
you know, I mean, it's been like 40, 50 years. He's like, he's like, it was like, you know, some sort of, it was just like something they used for medical purposes. And, and uh, he's like, I think he did steal it, but, <laughs> but he's like, but it's all legit. It's not like we grave robbed or anything. And he goes, and the people that I'm selling it for originally, they only wanted like a hundred bucks for it. He said, but then they started looking it up on, uh, on the internet. And he said, and now they want a thousand for it. He said, but anything that I sell it for over a thousand, I get to keep 30% of. <laughs> and I was like, back up. Uh, <laughs> where do you go on the internet to find the blue book for human skulls? <laughs> Because that doesn't seem right. Like, I know you can't sell any human parts on eBay. No. So eBay's out. Amazon? Yeah. Probably not Amazon. No. Not uh, even in the marketplace. No. Yeah, yeah. I know. And they have some odd stuff there. Uh, but but he's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they looked it up, but he's like, now they want $1,000 for it. And I was like, well, if I know anybody, if I think of anybody <laughs> with a grand. And he goes, well, he's like, just so you know, it has all the teeth. He said the mandible is is not attached, but it's it's present. And he said, <coughs> and he said the uh, you know it has that half circle cut out, the, yeah. so there's like a lid. Yeah. But the lid is there too, so it's all there, but the jaw and the lid are not attached to the yeah. skull. So if anybody listening uh, <laughs> is in need of a uh, you know it's a good Halloween prop, you can put yeah. a candle in it. <coughs> Uh, we could put the trick or treat candy on the porch yeah. in the human skull. I know uh, he'll probably listen to this like a month from now, but uh, Kurt, yeah, I can see Kurt using it. Yeah, yeah. Photo yeah. reference, like drawing reference. Yep, yeah. Uh, maybe Matt Brassfield movie prop. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Did you sell Brassfield? No, no, I haven't seen him yet. Uh, tell him about it. Yeah. Yeah, email. I'm sure, he's got a thousand dollars to spare. Oh yeah, he works at a used video game store. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Email uh, Jason at guttertrash.net. <laughs> uh, skulls as a subject. <laughs> but only serious offers. Yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah. Yeah, I am not making this up. And I honestly don't think he is either because this guy is by all, and by the very definition of the word, the jack of all trades. Right. Like, I've seen him be in some weird business transactions. Uh uh, possibly drug drugs in the past. Um, I know used cars, uh, expensive magic cards, and, and you know now human body parts. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so yeah. So, so we. I never found out any more information from him about the skull. Right. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and use our vast audience yeah. to uh, see if we can find a buyer. <laughs> I even asked him, I was like, do you have it in the car? He's like, I don't have it in the car. <laughs> like, like, that would be silly. It's not entirely a dumb question. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I thought maybe it was in the trunk, you know? Like, I, I would imagine it was on the seat or, like, right, yeah. hanging from the rear view. Maybe in a box, at least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's some styrofoam peanuts yeah. in there, you know. Did he, uh, did he try the new pawn shop next door to you? Oh, he totally should have. <laughs> yeah, they have, like, laptops and bass guitars that yeah. could use a skull. <laughs> but yeah, if uh, yeah, if that doesn't work out or he gets jailed for some reason, we yeah. get a, we get a black lotus for three hundred bucks, a minimum of two hundred dollars <laughs> profit. 
that is uh, far more interesting than anything that would have happened to me this week. So. Does it surprise you that a skull's worth a grand? Uh, yeah. It does me too. Yeah. Or why anyone outside of the medical field would have need of a skull. Yeah. It makes me think twice about I was going to donate my body to science, but maybe I should just, you know, like let somebody sell it on eBay. Yeah, I'm uh, not donating shit to anybody. No? Yeah. Fuck science. What if they found out, you know, they like, you know, harvested a, your soul or something? Uh, no, definitely no. <laughs> I don't want science harvesting my soul. Oh, uh, who? Well, you know. Your soul's mine. Yeah. The little of it that there is. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Are you going to go cremation? Are you going to go burial? Oh, I'm going cremation. Yeah. Actually, I had this conversation uh, with my coworker uh, the other day. Because uh, <clears throat> uh, apparently uh, caskets cost, uh, you know, an insane amount of money. Yeah. And uh, just, uh, you know, what's the point? Yeah. The person's dead. They don't care. Right. You know, uh, you know, and I can understand maybe the family wanting, you know, uh, something nice, but at the same time, you know, they're the ones that are going to have to pay the outrageous amount of money. Right. You know, and again, the person's dead, they don't care. Yeah. You know, just, just go cheap, go cremation. If you, and, and I came up with this idea. Oh. That, uh, you know, go cremation, but your family insists on having a viewing. Rent a coffin. Wow. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because, you know, the next person who's going to use it, they're not going to care that right. it's used. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, this is prior to the cremation. Yeah. This is when your body's still... Yeah. Okay. Your family wants a viewing. Right. So, for one night, you rent a coffin. Wow. For a couple hundred bucks. You know? And, uh, you know, uh, after the, the viewing's over, you take the body out. That's a good idea. Wipe it down. Put the next stiff in. Spray a little Mr. Clean in yeah. there, yeah. Some Febreze. <laughs> Maybe hang one of those little uh, pine tree vanilla things, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a good idea. That is a good idea. Seriously, that could be your million dollar idea, and you're just yeah. sending it out to half a dozen people here. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, I'm, I know our listener base. Yeah. Lazy. Yeah, you're yeah. not gonna jump on this. No, <laughs> they've probably not even listened this far into the show. Right. And if they are, they're not paying attention. They're like folding their tiny little comics. Right, yeah. Or they're uh, coloring stuff in <laughs> Photoshop. <laughs> I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> uh, all right. Huh. Uh, I'm going to, what I'm going to do, yeah. my plan okay. is to draw a mini comic about death and life and like what it means to me. You've already done that. Number three. <laughs> well, no, this one's going to be about literal, like, the dying process. Like, the physical act of dying. <laughs> or, or something, you know, along along the lines of, you know, maybe maybe further in the, the ideas that I put out there in number three. And uh, I'm going to do the kiss thing. I'm going to put all my ashes into the ink oh. and have that mini comic printed after I'm dead. Yeah. And all my ashes will be, you know, throughout the, the print run. Right. It's gonna be a pretty ashy comic, and uh, probably won't. Uh, probably the ink won't stay. Uh, I'll totally call it the Ashcan edition. I just, okay. I just thought of that. Uh, didn't uh, Mark uh, Mark Ruin will do that? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, with uh, Squatching Supreme, he uh, had his ashes mixed into the uh, the ink for the trade paperback. That's crazy. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Kissed their blood. Oh, they kissed at the blood. I thought they did Because they're not dead. No, I'm pretty sure they're all dead. They're not dead. Uh, one of them's dead. Eric Carr? Or uh, one of the Eric's. Peter, Peter Chris? No, Peter Chris is just uh, wishes he was dead. Oh. Because he's the kitty cat. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. I think it was Eric Carr. Yeah. I think it was Eric Carr or Eric Singer. I can't remember which one. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Alright. So, uh, let's uh, go blast it off into space with Ace Man and fucking endless. Yeah. So tell me what comic I need to read. Well, um, I, always, I always feel like I should build up somehow. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I was sitting under an umbrella, like that sort of thing. Yeah, you should totally build it up. Oh, really? Okay. I build it up every week. Okay. It, well, always to disappointment. Well, I always to disappointment. Well, okay, I'll try to continue that okay. uh, right. long stretch of disappointment. I I picked a book. I was like, I was at Half Price Books last weekend with my lady friend. And uh, I was looking through the graphic novel section and I saw something that caught my eye. And I picked it up and I was like, this looks neat. And I, oh, oh, oh. No, oh. I was trying to think of a, like a shitty Top Cow book. <laughs> Uh, but they're all so good. You couldn't think of one. <laughs> You're like, Velocity. No, no, that was amazing. Uh, backlash. No, that was pretty fucking stellar, too. Um, so, no, it was... Uh, and, it was, and I was confused because I confused the name of the uh, cartoonist with another person. Uh-huh. And, and like, after I bought it, I still thought it was, you know, the wrong person. Yeah, um, but once I started reading it, I was like, wait a minute, this is... Not the same person. Like, the art style is way too different. Um, and it was a book by... So you were thinking it was Jack Kirby, but it was really Alex Ross. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Yeah. It was called Kirby Genesis. <laughs> it had a picture of Jack Kirby on the inside. <laughs> no, this was a book called Fun Home okay. by, by Allison Bechtel. Yeah. Um, and that was what I was going to pick. Oh, okay. Um, so veto away if you want. But No. I But, uh... But I but I started reading it, and like, it started out way too similar to something we very recently reviewed. Okay. It, it reminded me a lot of Stitches by David Small. Okay. Um, very similar. Okay. Um, but then, like, it sort of changed and like wasn't the same. But uh-huh. I just still didn't want to do it. You know, I was like, I want to do something completely different. Okay. So. Uh, so you bought Fun Home. Bought Fun Home. And you self-vetoed it. I, I read it and self-vetoed it. Okay. And by the way, like if you ever want to borrow it and read it, it was fucking amazing. I do. Yeah. I kind of hope you... I, right now, kind of wish that you would have picked it instead. <laughs> really? <laughs> Whatever you're picking now, I probably would rather read Fun Home. Oh. But uh, I will borrow Fun Home. Okay. Right. Well, you can always... If you do end up vetoing the thing I pick, yeah. Fun Home will be my second choice. <laughs> 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 um... But spoiler already, said I thought about it. Whatever. But uh, but so I found an like I found another book that yeah. I'd been wanting to read. Uh, Same day. Uh, well, no, I already own this one. Oh, okay. I already own this one. But I was like, I, I finished the oh, fun home. A pile book. It was in my pile. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I'm gonna pick this. So I picked Black Diamond Detective Agency by Eddie Campbell. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it up. Sweet. Better than uh, From Hell. <laughs> Is it? Is it readable? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm oh. shorter. 
It's definitely shorter. Uh, it's in color, so it's got both of those things going for it. But uh, there's there isn't a comic better than From Hell, so uh, sweet. All right, yeah. Well, I have that one here, and okay. next time I see you, I'll bring Fun Home over. Oh, okay. And if you want to pick it, yeah. happy Fourth of July, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I think the show has gone on so long that it probably actually is. It's it's right possibly, now. yeah. So uh let's uh, wrap this up. Black Diamond Detective Agency. Uh <clears throat> I can already uh guess what song you're gonna pick uh, for the show next week. Is there a song called Detective Agency? <laughs> <laughs> out on the streets for a living. Okay, let's get out of here. <laughs> You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.